Welcome to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and the streets are talking, but not about me. And that is for Mia Thornton, who prowled for divorce last week, and we didn't know. Nobody knew. Julie actually said she did see it, but didn't even think to text the group chat. Sorry. (gasps) Poor Mia. I think it's... Because it's not a scandal. We're used to our breakups coming with a side of cheating mm. or wild scandal that requires detective work and like going back to the original text. With this one, it's kind of like, yeah. Well, Julia, I have even more yeah news. Hmm. This weekend, Gordon posted that Mia only married him for the money. Well, she says it on the trailer opening. Yeah. So he kind of got there a little late, considering that was filmed months ago, her saying that. He's having this revelation now. <laughs> like when he watched it with all of us. <laughs> we are also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. Um, this tagline is referencing um, the key hobbies of one of our new favorite housewives. I don't know how to play chess, and I like books without drawings best. (laughs) Do you think Bryn has, like, a wheel that she spins of weird hobbies you would think she would have? Or do you think these are real? I think the book one was just so weird that it has to be real. Yeah. Because I didn't understand her argument where she was like, I don't want the one that that people will hold on to longer and will end up accruing like more like value um Bryn's outfits are leaning more and more towards victorian slash french countryside home in the 50s because that's all she's reading i guess yeah because her (laughs) confessional look her um reunion look and then what she wore this episode yeah Hmm. we are also joined by my lovely sister and our co-host miss julia baker we are living in... Oh, I can't do it. I can't do impressions. Who are you trying to do? Were you just Here. trying to? <laughs> Please, that's so funny. I think I can do it. Okay. Sh- try we it. are living in a material world and Dulce isn't going to buy itself. Is that Lisa? That's great. Julia, that that's is Lisa. not Lisa Barlow. We are living in a material world and she does that. No, but you, you did the right uh, hand movement, which is great okay. for the yeah, great, <laughs> great for the pod, Julia. Uh, Lisa Barlow has like a very nasally no voice yeah but not in a high-pitched no. way was that too high not pitched? to jump right into salt lake but there was a moment where lisa and meredith sounded the same again this episode do you remember when yeah. we could tell them Did apart know, season you know one this? what a I life know. it's back do we want to start with salt lake city yes cue the music <laughs> no i meant that <laughs> so i have a confession to admit you were also banned from a tanning salon? I was. <laughs> when Monica did drag last episode, I was like, wow, she really went for it with the eyebrows. And then I saw her eyebrows this episode and had to think, oh, never mind. That's just how she does wow. her eyebrows. Yeah. I also, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, her personality, she's being like really um, outgoing and like putting on this personality for the drag show. And that's just how she's been ever since, too. Oh, you guys, we loved Monica. Holy shit. Thumbs down for me. Like oh, I'm really? liking That's I'm liking right. her her as a housewife, but I don't like her anymore. Does that make oh, sense? Oh no, she she turned around for me. Okay. I love her. 
No, no. But isn't that the beauty of getting to know these housewives? You love them one episode, you hate them the next. It's a relationship like everyone in the Roni cast. We hated Jessel. And now she's our favorite housewife. Oh, we love Jessel. We can't start talking about Jessel. That's going to send us off the rails, Alex. The reason I really like Monica, and I might be giving her too much credit, is Whitney played her. Whitney knew exactly what the drama was that she pulled out of Monica. No. Angie's husband, no. This is such a really big deal. I can't believe that you're going to say this right now. I've never heard this before. For someone who's always talking about other people's patterns of behavior, like this is what Whitney does every season. (laughs) And Whitney made Monica say this on camera twice. And I think Monica knew exactly what Whitney was doing to her. And like she was fine with it. I don't know. Now, Julia, this is an interesting thing because this is actually this. There's one more stack in this Russian doll situation because this is the second year Meredith has tricked Whitney into saying something on camera. She hinted at the jazz tickets for blowjobs last season and now she got Whitney to get this out of Monica and say it. But Whitney's getting smarter to where she's also hiring a hitman. Yes. So Meredith hires Whitney, and then Whitney hires Monica, and that is the pecking order of the Housewives. But of Whitney's City. still not smart enough to realize that she still is the one that it will all turn back yeah. around to, since she is the one that Meredith like direct like she heard from Meredith. Mm-hmm. So like Meredith's ultimately going to be like, Whitney said it, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney did do a better job though, acting surprised by this Angie husband news than Angie herself <laughs> did. Angie herself was like, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you guys, without this storyline, Angie's storyline is that she's obsessed with her daughter and she forgets her husband without all of this gay panic stuff. And that she's like Lisa's chief defender, which is annoying. It's weird. Can we talk about Justin for a second? About Justin? Yes. Whitney's husband. Oh, yes. Number yes, one, yes. Justin's teeth are out of control. Number two, Whitney tells us that Justin had a one-year non-compete clause, so he couldn't work for a year. Well, that's because all he does is MLMs. <laughs> so he couldn't get a different job. He could have been a barista at Starbucks. Elizabeth, he wasn't allowed to scam people for a whole year, so he got whiter teeth and now he's out on the road. His teeth are really giving righteous gemstones teeth, if you've seen that show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's starting to look like a televangelist. Speaking of religion, what did we think about the scene with Heather and her daughters? She is really trying to, like, put the trauma on them. It just is part of me thinking Heather's so constantly high off her own supply. Yeah. It read as very selfish to me, the way she was like, because her daughters seem to be handling it. They're, they seem very emotionally mature for the situation. And then when the girls say, no, we like, you know, we just know it's not about us. This is the way these people view it. Like, we know who we are. Again, Alex, very mature. Heather says, well, it upsets me. And then the daughters comfort Heather. Yep. Well, I just have to say that I think it is hilarious that Heather thinks the reason her daughters are being bullied is because of her book Book. and the potential (laughs) second book deal she's getting and not the fact that she's been on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City for four years. Nobody likes a sequel, Julia. (laughs) They said make original content. There was a funny cut where it was like one of his, her daughters being like, honestly, mom, it's funny. Like we laugh at it. Like they say stuff to us, but it's like so stupid. Like we just laugh it off. And then cuts to her talking head. 
her talking head is like, I'm ruining their lives. <laughs> <laughs> they got sent cookies that said cunt on it. Like, they still got cookies. All right. You guys ready for Rowney? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think we have to start with the double date from Hal. Oh, yeah. I have one thing to say. I've, I'm confused as to why. I mean, obviously, Aaron's uh, husband said a shitty thing. But then they're all like, yeah, Sai's husband said the right thing. What no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, going to leave her before he sleeps with someone else. And the other guy is going to stay with her. What the heck? And sleep with someone else while he's But so it's like that funny like housewife logic of like, if you're not having sex, like relationship over. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't work on it. Well, it made yeah. you realize. Okay, so Sai and Aaron have been like obsessed with the fact that Jessel has not had sex with Pavit for a year and a half after they went through very aggressive IVF treatments and she delivered twins that I can't even imagine mentally and physically how insane that would be. Well, Elizabeth, it also goes into the fact that Aaron and Sire convinced that Jessel doesn't tell the truth and isn't vulnerable when not having sex with your husband for a year and a half is a very vulnerable thing to tell And then they mock and make your storyline. And Uh then they mock her relationship. And then next week they're going to get all been out of shape about this Vietnam flight. Yeah. Who just wants to bond me? And then imply that he's seeing like sex workers there. That's the implication. Yeah. Sai's lying about how many years she was married. We now know. Thank you to amazing internet sleuths. Mm -hmm. And... Aaron has a husband who's constantly trying to have a threesome. No, I think this guy is currently having affairs. I've said it since like the first scene with him. Aaron's husband is cheating on her, I think, or is about to or having an emotional affair. So I paused when I was watching it and I turned to my husband and I read the question. First, I gave the backstory. So Pat had an idea of what I was talking about. And then I <laughs> phrased... You made him watch the entire <laughs> I read... Aaron's question verbatim to Pat. And his answer was, well, I think our relationship would be a little different because that's a long time without having that specific kind of connection. But I think that, you know, that's just something that you work on and relationships ebb and flow. That is the right answer. Not I cheat on you or divorce you. And it makes you realize like Aaron and Cy view sex in this really sad Tamara judge way where it's something that you have to do to keep your man, quote unquote. And if we know anything about talking about sex on camera, they're not having any. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's not to stick with this dinner, but Aaron then said she'd have sex with a gay man because then it's Jenna's advice. just sex. What the fuck does that mean? And you know, Jenna said that as a joke to get Aaron yeah. to change but the Aaron subject. But Aaron is so <laughs> literal. But, like, yeah. that doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Why would a gay man want to have sex with you, Aaron? Ding, 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 ding. He wouldn't. Yeah, these two are just killing me. Um, I really... Like, you might actually die. Sai's obsession with Jessel, and to Julia's point, Jessel tells Sai later on that she and Pavit finally slept together, and Sai doesn't believe her. <laughs> it's, yeah, like what I said last time, like, these, they just don't believe anything anyone says, especially her... I was just going to say, Sai has made Jessel center apple. Sai has made Jessel a fan favorite. Because mm-hmm. it's so obvious what Sai's doing. And it's, I forget, something similar like this happened on a Bravo show, I think earlier this year, where it's like, 
Um, Sai's talked about her mother and the alcohol problems. Mm-hmm. And then Jessel has her own story to relate and discuss and sort of like, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes and. And she tries. Yes. And Sai thinks that that's like. Trying to one-up <laughs> The her. worst thing she could have done. Or is like, that's such a false equivalency. It's like, how are you going to communicate with her about anything if she's mm-hmm. really making an attempt there? Alex, she does it with her own daughter. You pay for the ballet lessons your daughter is in. And you're like, well, I couldn't afford ballet lessons. (laughs) What the fuck is the daughter supposed to say to that? (laughs) Okay, well, my mom can afford it. And that's you. (laughs) So... Um, Do you guys know that Jessel fans have names now? She already has a fan base. Jessel Tank's fans are called Tank Tops. Oh, that's cute. I guess we're all tank tops here. Oh, we are totally tank tops. I love it. I didn't know her last name till now, though, so good to know. I didn't either. (laughs) Um, I did enjoy going to the gay bar with Jenna and Bryn, mostly because Bryn was like, I love anyone, any beautiful person. It doesn't matter if there's a man or a woman. And then Jenna's like... Well, Bryn's a really good wing woman because she's super flirtatious and clearly straight. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> it was so good. Anyway. I love it too because I was afraid we were going to get a lot of like Bryn queer baiting for the rest of the season. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm happy that now it's just so obvious that she's just like <laughs> a goofy wing woman. <laughs> the Jenna-Bryn relationship is one that I didn't see coming and it's very cute. It's very cute. It. it also is the most akin to our original New York Housewives. Mm-hmm. Like this lust for life and anyone who walks by is kind of what we're getting with That's these true. two. And I love it. We used yeah. to have a cast of only Bryn. <laughs> they were just <laughs> right. 60. Okay. Do you guys want to do OC? Yeah. Yes. Number one, really good reunion. I'm surprised there's going to be another part, to be honest. The way it was going, I was like, they're really covering everything here. And no Ryan? Shocking. Hey, smart. Very smart. Yeah, smart. He's trumping it. He is staying at home. He's staying out of the debate. (laughs) A throwaway line that I need to know more about. Tamara and Eddie went to Cabo with Ryan before Jen. We knew this, though. Tamara and Eddie are fucking Ryan, right? Oh. Oh. There's something I'm weird sure, there. Yeah. We can say that on this podcast that for sure, yes. If Tamara is the receipt <laughs> that she can't <laughs> use, would be amazing. Oh my and God. that's why she's like going crazy <laughs> and saying there's been somebody else. And she's like, it's me and Eddie. <laughs> I don't get why Tamara cares or why Emily cares other than Tamara's been fucking Ryan. <laughs> I don't get why Emily cares. Detective Adodi Ward goes to you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Are we surprised Gina is supporting Heather? No one's supporting no, Heather. I, f- I think Gina has switched sides a little bit. No, yeah. I disagree. And this really? is why. Really? Why? We had a bomb drop in this reunion. And that is that all season long, starting with their trip to Montana. Mm-hmm. Heather's been like, I need to get off this fucking show. She's been saying it off camera the whole season, and that is why she was ganged up on. Oh. But Gina says, like, she has a sense of humor. Like, she's not going in on her like the other women are, I guess. Yeah, but she's not really standing up for her I mean, as much as Gina can, Julia. She doesn't really. (laughs) But I do think Shannon's GUI got Gina another season. 
Yeah. I, I think Gina would have been cut, but Shannon's DUI accompanied with the foreshadowing of Gina screaming, name my kids, and Shannon couldn't. Mm-hmm. That was, Gina finally got herself an iconic line. Oh, but also, major takeaway, no one but Emily knows Gina's kids' names. If 17 any other of woman, them, Julia. <laughs> if any other women on the couch knew all of Gina's kids, they would have just said it to get Gina to shut up. No one else knows the names. No. Just saying. It's not just Shannon. Shannon was at least able to come up with one name. Also, That's true. what are Shannon's children's names, Gina? I wanted a name off. No one would have won. Everyone would have failed. It would have been amazing. <laughs> I also love that um, Shannon said the first name and then didn't even have like a second to the thing. She was like, said the first name and then I'm blanking. (laughs) But I know the names, but I'm blanking right now. (laughs) Well, we all know that the reunions are basically the class final. It's what got Dorinda kicked off of Roni. I think Gina got herself back in with this. Can I say who failed? Yes. Taylor. Oh. Taylor will not be back. And this is why. When asked if she is honored to be the first crossover housewife out of the just shy of 200 housewives that are out there, she gave this really weird answer to where she didn't say, yeah, because I'm the best in the house. She was like, well, I'm really just here to show everyone what a good life is like. And I think I deserve it because OC's always been my home. I was like, what are you Mm. doing? This wasn't like a controversial issue you're having to pivot from. It was such a weird response. And Andy was like, well, it's been great seeing your happy storybook ending. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, she was too diplomatic. She even like caved too easily to like, she came in hot with like the Heather stuff and then was like, yeah, we can talk about this later. You're like, no, you got to talk about it now. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about it off camera. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think she did the worst. I think Jen did great. Oh, yeah. She's a keeper. I I love her and I... She is so strong in her convictions, even when all the evidence is there. I love it. But she's making me believe it. I think she should stay with Ryan. I know. I think he's cheating on her this entire time with Eddie. But I think she should stay. Concert story was so funny. Yeah. (laughs) Emily broke the fourth wall this whole reunion too. She's constantly just citing because of cameras for every single thing. Like Ryan got you a ring because the cameras were there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I didn't think they would get rid of Emily and keep Gina, but I thought they would get rid of Gina and keep Emily. But now I'm watching this reunion. What did Emily give us? She stirs the pot, but she's kind of like, meh, for me. Yeah, she's not doing much for me, but I do think it's interesting that like her main complaint against Heather is always how sensitive Heather is, and I think Emily's the most sensitive person maybe in the cast. Mm-hmm. I do too. Also, it's just crazy to me that Emily is being like the Tamara evidence right in her face that she did call you a party planner and all of this other stuff. And she still gets mad at Heather for it. Like, it's kind of just exhausting. For the thing, like, Emily would never stand up for Heather. And then for her to be like, yeah, well, Heather, I wish you had said something in that car on my behalf. Yeah. What? Also, I do <laughs> want to point out, I'm assuming the theme was like OC Sunset. Because the girls are all wearing neon colors. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. Heather wearing? Black. Black. Hell yeah. I love that our favorite person in this cast is like the most privileged 
a piece of shit (laughs) that we hated last season. We were like, get her off. Well, I was like, get her off. I was playing Elizabeth Survivor, and Heather was not winning. Now, if Noella was there this season, oh my gosh, differently. I think it would. I think Noella was like kind of too much. She kind of sucks the air she out of her. She was too unwell. She wasn't fun to watch. Her. I miss her too. Oh, Bring her back. I mean, she was beautiful to look at. All right. Are we ready for Southern Charm? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I didn't even write anything. I was just <laughs> enthralled. I have to get some thoughts out of my head really fast. I love that JT mansplained bro code by giving it a different stupid name. And I love the cuts to like the woman listening and they're just like, oh, they're like, uh-huh. mm. who is this guy? So I think it's really weird that last episode and this episode, I felt like it was a little different, but we are being positioned to say the narrative is Taylor betrayed Olivia. When in reality, that's not the situation. It's Austin betrayed Shep. What we believe is Austin and Taylor hooked up Totally. And are lying to everyone. So therefore, yeah. they are both betraying Olivia and they're both betraying Shep. But I feel like it, uh, the brunt of it was on Taylor and not on Austin. Oh, I think Austin's getting I think it, it will be. I think it is this se- I think it is now, but last episode, I was really reflecting on it as we started in the car. It's just because Austin very smartly didn't show up to the party. That's why it felt Taylor heavy. Which, like, fuck you, Austin. I'd be so mad if I was Taylor. But now yeah. the whole next episode is going to be at Patricia's house, and it's going to be Austin and Shep. I don't think we're getting a bottle episode, Julia. I don't think we're going to stay there oh, the whole episode. That would be so fun. It's Taylor-heavy because we expect this from Austin. He has a habit of, like, becoming super best friends with a girl for, like, a week. Like Lindsay mm-hmm. from Summer House, like Sierra. And then, like, <gasps> s- hooking up with them. You know, that's just sort of, like, his pattern of behavior. It's yeah. like, suddenly he's best friends with this person, like, out of nowhere. And then they start hooking up. And I don't think Shep's um, going to let Austin off the hook. Because Craig is making sure that Shep doesn't let Austin off Craig the hook. is having too much fun. He needs to at least pretend to look a little stressed. He's rubbing his hands together. He's just been like the focal point of the drama so many seasons that he's loving walking up in a heinous fur coat and just wicking drama off him. I love, you know who's great? Who? Sneakily great is Whitney, the producer of the show. Whenever he's on, like you can't even really tell what he's doing, but he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's just such a devil. You also know that he doesn't like the new guard. He only likes the, the old guard because yep. he like, <laughs> didn't invite them over. He refuses. Like only Madison can come. <laughs> I like that they uh, sneak brought Shep. It'll always be funny to me um, how Austin will keep a secret forever. And then the minute someone even tries to like expose him for a lie, he just like will hang his head and be like, oh, I'd be so obvious about it. And then he says at the end of this episode, he basically admits to them hooking up. Like, do you, th- my theory is that all this information is coming out so easily for Taylor and Austin that there's something that they horrible had there. Planned on saving it for the cameras. Oh, you think so? Hmm. They're just they're copying everything so quickly. Like that's such a huge leap for Taylor to tell Olivia about it, like immediately. But they're also doing that thing that like all cheaters do or big liars do. Like, you admit to a bunch of smaller crimes. They haven't said we right. had sex multiple times. We've, had, we've been having an affair this Which whole time. Which is funny that the smaller crime is we thought about becoming boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah, for, 
But this is Charleston. Like, you know that they like, oh, that's okay. You guys did hand yeah. stuff? Whoa. <laughs> so I think that they probably, I don't know, been having a sexual affair since the day she and Shep broke up. Like, I think the answer is something like that. Because, like, at the point, like Alex said, what's left? Yeah. What, what are they not admitting to? Because we know we're still not getting the truth. But why won't he just date Taylor? Like, he's already gone through the mess. Because he likes being a scumbag. Yeah, we know Austin. I think he's still in love with Madison. I do, too. Be. <laughs> Madison. All right. Awards? My, hey, that's what I would do award goes to Olivia from Southern Charm. Right after the whole thing with Taylor, that's how our episode starts, she gets into the car, and I thought, God, you know what? If I was Olivia, I would want to spread this like wildfire, but I wouldn't want to look like the person who was doing it, because that would make me look crazy. I would call Leva, because Leva's the kind of person who would, like, stand on a street corner with a megaphone and tell everybody. And what does Olivia do? Calls Leva. That's what I would do. Yeah. All right, Alex, what's your award? The Don't Be All Like Uncool Podcast Professional Tech Award goes to Austin, who in his room had a Blue Yeti microphone. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's what we use. That's what we use. That's for pillows and... What? what was it? What's their podcast called? Pillows and Beer. Yeah, you're right. It God, doesn't, doesn't rhyme. It's not pints and pillows. It's like pillows <laughs> and alcoholic beverages. Like it does not flow <laughs> off your tongue. Much like Trap Hop. <laughs> Julia, what's your award? My award is I Would Never Do That To You Award. And that award goes to Heather DeBrow when she was explaining to Tamara that she would never insult her business by insulting her business and saying they were only in business for nine years or no Equinox. And then saying that would have been a really shitty thing to I say. love that. So she just <laughs> And she got away with it. Mm-hmm. good for so Heather good. yeah everyone's like that's a good example yeah mm, yeah that, that's true it is true I thought that too <laughs> it was only an analogy <laughs> don't say that word on Bravo <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much for joining me thank you Elizabeth anytime you can catch new episodes of the don't be all like uncool podcast every Monday on Apple podcast Spotify Google podcast and Podbean you can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.